There's too many homelosers, too many trammers, but I like to watch them for Rotten Treasure. Hi. Welcome to Rotten Treasure. We watch Scooby-Doo Monsters Unleashed. I'm your host, Jim O'Donnell. With me is the other host, Kai Bobby. Hi, Jim. Hi, Kai. How are you? I'm good. Uh, good. I did my homework today, and I still have endless amounts of it to do tomorrow. <laughs> Welcome to college, Kai. It sucks. You know who doesn't suck? It's our guest. Uh, <laughs> with, <laughs> with us today is Philadelphia theater artist... Kelsey A. Bear! Yay! Yay. Hello! Uh, Hi, Kelsey. Well done, Jim. That was great. Hi, everyone. Thank you. That was exactly as good as I requested, which was, like, perfectly okay. And you said my last name right, so I'm feeling good. Yeah. Thank you. I took French lessons in high school, so... Nice. (laughs) And by French lessons, I mean I had a French class, and I went French 1, 2, and 3, and I was really bad at it. What are we talking about? Well, no, I actually, now that I immediately wanted to know, because, like, all the cool kids in my high school took German, right? That was, like, the, the wild card one, right? And that was an option for everybody. I just did the traditional, it was, either, uh, it was either French or Spanish for us, for the most part, in, like, middle school. So I thought those were the, basically the only options. But I missed out on reading children's books, and, haha, it sounds angry, because um, <laughs> people love to make fun of Germans for the way they talk. Uh, did you all, uh, you took French. Uh, Kelsey, what did you take? I also took did, French. Did, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Nice. French. So uh, friends. French friends. <laughs> French friends. <laughs> I mean, I don't think I know anything other than like La Crayon, uh, which I just said probably wrong. And I'm half French Canadian. I I had I'm I had a like like just having a mem and a pep in your life, like a meme and a pepe. Does that count? Like, do you you're familiar with meme and pepe? I have a uh, titante and ma mère. Oh. Excuse me, ma mère. <laughs> have I have been saying meme wrong this whole time? <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> oh my god, that's fantastic. I have, I have a mom and a dad. What I don't know. <laughs> Kelsey, is your family like straight up French? Like they're Cajun. Oh, oh yeah. right. Okay. That, yeah. That okay. I connected some dots there. So I wish my papa would have taught my dad and his siblings French because it wasn't like normal France French. It was Cajun mm. Bayou French, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he didn't, so. Boo. I know. Get it together. I mean, are there any like fun words that are like particularly like different that you are aware of? I shouldn't say fun words because like, let's not be like, isn't language that isn't mine fun? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I I've thought about it before. That's what all my friends ask me whenever they're like, you're from the bayou, but mm. I can't ever think of any off the top of my head. I usually give the example if you've seen Princess and the Frog, the Disney movie. No. This is Failure. a movie podcast. I know, yeah. yeah. Uh, but if anyone listening has seen Princess and the Frog, the little Firefly Ray, that is my family. Okay. Yeah. Well, folks, you so know yeah, what you're, what's going on. Real quick. Everyone else Do knows. you have any references for your family from, like, the fifth installment of Tremors or Pitch Perfect 3 or... Uh, no, none, none of that? Okay, Waterboy. Cool. Those are the only movies I'm familiar with <laughs> <laughs> in the last two years Waterboy. of my life. 
Did you just say Waterboy? Wait, hold on. Did you say that, Jim? Or did you say that, Kelsey? No, no, I, uh, that was Kelsey. That. Yes. Please tell me how your family relates to, to uh, that movie because I have a really ridiculous, nonsensical love for that movie. No, that's just, I mean, that's a joke of who my family is. They're, yeah. they're, they're, they're just, in the bayou. Yeah, they're all in the bayou. That's yeah. to the outside ear. They'd be like, oh, your family sounds like like him from Waterboy. But yeah, they, is, uh, Bobby Boucher. <laughs> Bobby Boucher. <laughs> <laughs> I think I saw that in like, what, teenage years when that came out? Oh, I was like eight when that movie came out. That Wait, now that means I was really young because you're older than me, Jim. Am I older than you? I th- How old are you? I just turned you just 30. just turned 30, yeah. Yeah, okay. Okay, pointed out, which I do to <laughs> Kai every week. <laughs> oh, yeah. I uh, This is a weird reference for realizing how older I, like how much older I am in, uh, it, like amongst the students that I'm going to class with right now, because they're all like 18, 19, uh, you know, going to college at a reasonable age. Sure. Uh, and I'm, I'm showing up at 35 just being like, uh, you know, with random references that I'm getting with the teacher. And then randomly... We started talking about 9-11, because it happens. Uh, we were talking about... Uh, oh, no, I know they... where this story's going. <laughs> what? Do you? You remember 9-11, and people in your class were not born yet. So, yes, you're accurate. But what, what was weirder to me was that within the last year, I had met a cat that was older than them. And I've no Like, with the, the fact that within the last year, I've met a cat that has lived through 9-11 and I'm going to school with kids who haven't feels wrong to me. Like, I want that cat in my class. They belong there. These humans are too young. (laughs) My sister was born after 9-11. My brother was born two months after 9-11. Yeah, wild. Yeah. They missed out. What a what a time to be alive, you know? What a a rough miss on his part. What an experience to have. My mom said that like she's pre- she was seven months pregnant with my brother, and then nine eleven happened, and she was like, "What is going on? I'm bringing a child into this." <laughs> oh my god! I think I don't know why think, we keep talking about nine no, eleven on it, this it, podcast. It's just appropriate on the podcast. I would say bigger than that as a staple for me was uh, the like for me is just the millennium, like knowing that I was thirteen years old, babysitting on that little like big monumental switch into 2000s uh and just knowing that like there's just that's not a thing like we don't we don't care about that anymore uh we're too far away from it you know whatever happened to the big crash of the world uh oh it's slowly happening never mind i forgot I was about to say that happened two years ago <laughs> where have you been actually yeah good point I, I blacked out the pandemic i completely forgot that that happened you're right yeah yeah yeah. i've been too busy watching movies i i, I just kind of forgot uh, that's my bad. Speaking of which, I have a question for you, Kelsey. I was just going to say that. <laughs> I beat you to it, so I win. Kelsey, uh, what is your relationship with the Scooby-Doo uh, franchise slash the world of Scooby-Doo in general? Um, uh, Pretty intimate, I think. Uh, okay. I loved Scooby-Doo growing up. Uh, I watched all the like classic animated ones, all of the movies that came out i wasn't a huge fan of the ones without the whole gang like i was never you know the ones where like there's mm-hmm. one with shaggy becomes a werewolf but it's just like him mm-hmm. and scooby and scrappy sometimes those i was like the reluctant hey. werewolf yeah the reluctant were uh the monster school one theirs were fine but i liked all of them together uh mm. yeah i spent many a halloween dressed as velma uh always been big fan big fan of scooby-doo i every year i get this around this time i get 
an urge to watch all of the old animated movies. And I have just like, and they're so short. You can watch like eight of them hmm. in a row. Yeah, some of them are like 45 minutes long. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I need, it's really sad. I'm an adult who never really did it. Like they were, it was kind of on on TV and like I just missed the opportunity to watch it. Mm. I never really got into it. But there's all these like, uh, campy monsters i like them yeah. uh it, it seems like a perfect kid show and how i spent too much like so much time instead watching like a purple dinosaur uh i don't i don't know i don't know why i wasted my youth <laughs> yeah and i always say i don't like horror movies but some of these scooby-doo movies got scary like the okay. the full-length ones when they started making the um they stopped doing it's a man in a mask and they started making the monsters real got pretty spooky Hmm. Yeah, like um, the Zombie Island. That one's yeah. like legit spooky. It's scary. Also, Cajun. <laughs> right. Also, <laughs> set in New Orleans. Yeah, um, a lot of uh, a lot of people being like, "Oh, gonna get some gumbo." <laughs> like, like, gonna get the gator. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mark Hamill I'm, is I'm a voice pl- actor in that movie too, which is you know that always makes me happy when he pops in. Oh, you're right. I need Mark Hamill to pop into more stuff. Yeah. Uh, and, he yeah, does. I need that to be he he quite pops into more stuff than you know because he's a really good voice actor. Yeah. Well, I, I know he does like video games and stuff too, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Get it. Most, like he, his big thing is now the Joker, except mm-hmm. I don't know if he's done it for a while. Mm. Anyways, so Sorry. that's Mark Hamill. <laughs> uh, so, okay. so Sorry, I, I was I looking feel, into that. <laughs> no, you, I, I feel you. I feel you on Scooby and Shaggy being by themselves because even when they are, even like in this movie, when they were like by themselves, I was kind of like, hey, wait, they're not supposed to be separate. And then I got even more mad because they literally abandoned them uh, while escaping in the beginning of the movie. And they were just like, it, it, was that the, it was the beginning, right? Is that like the first or was that towards the end? It was at, it was when they did the 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 riding down uh, the mountain with the trash can lids. Oh yeah, they oh. get separated. Right, That's in, and like, they, the middle of the movie, it's the middle. Like, right. near the end. But the rest of the gang was just like, <clears throat> "We're out." The fuck this situation. Bounce, and then just coincidentally they met up again. And I'm like, "No, you abandoned your friend and that dog. You <laughs> left. <laughs> you just you bounced." Uh, I don't know. I didn't like it. Uh, it was not very nice. I was very offended. Well, they have a very, like, the whole, they're dealing with a lot in their friendship in this movie because of oh the God, Shaggy and Scooby not feeling adequate and everything. It's really sad. And Velma's being like, no one could really love me. And you're like, what is happening? It is a sad And Fred and Daphne about? are just like, whoopee. Yeah, they're <laughs> we like, had we're our... not in love. <laughs> we had our arc in the last movie. We're fine. <laughs> Well, I don't understand why Velma would feel like no one can love her. I mean, she got the validation from the first movie that Freddie Prince Jr. would have sex with her. So I don't understand what her problem is. Like, come on now. He that amazing line. He what was it exactly? It was like, by the way, I'm into nerdy chicks too, or whatever the fuck it was. Oh, oh, uh, okay. Th- yeah, yeah. I yeah. was like, you mean when he looks at his own boobs? <laughs> no. Oh no, that was oh Jesus Christ. Yeah. Hey, this movie. These movies were made in the early 2000s, and well, you can. I think they were movies. also supposed to be rated R. I don't think they were supposed to be made as kids' movies. I think you're right, so. because the person who made this... Yeah, we talked about this, right? Yeah. They're made by James Gunn. You that's know. right, that's right. Yes, I did. The guy from Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> uh, and before this, he was known for making these, like, trauma movies, which are god-awful, as offensive as possible movies. 
like I think his big one was might have been like Tromeo and Juliet. He would made these really bad movies, and then they were like, "We should get him for the R-rated Scooby-Doo movie we're planning." And then they were like, "Actually, we can't do that. It's for kids. Make it for kids." And he was like, "Uh, okay. I guess I'll cut out all of the sex scenes that I had between literally all of them." Yeah. And the the actual scenes that we wanted to see, which was them fucking ripping a bong, like actually and finally admitting it. Yeah. 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 Instead of them making hamburgers. <laughs> which is a joke in the first movie. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> They're also supposed to lean into the fact that Velma was going to be openly gay in these, and they didn't do that either. They're like, go oh God, give her a boyfriend. Yeah, we need and her. It's... We need her boyfriend to be the uh, uh, the uh, Chris Griffin. <laughs> oh Jesus! I mean. <laughs> It being Seth Green was a choice. I okay, so I actually am attracted to two men in this movie, and unfortunately, I've I I don't know where I I don't really necessarily feel that way about Seth Green anymore. But like, Seth Green was definitely those like one of those before you come out, you know things. Uh, mm-hmm. For some reason, I have a long history of like being attracted to men. I feel like I can push around, and <laughs> I want to make Seth Green carry my shit. I want to go shopping, and I want to be like, shut up, Seth, hold this bag, and. That's the relationship dynamic I have. The other person I'm attracted to in this movie, I do not. I want him to take me on a nice romantic dinner. I want to hear about, you know, uh, what his experience was like working on um, Good Girls uh, and what it's like to get high with a dog. And we all know, of course, that would be Peter Boyle, who played Old Man Jenkins. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I want to go to have dinner with Peter Boyle. That's a sensitive thing to say, Jim. Yeah, he's, he's, he, he's he dead. seems like a very lo- yeah he is he has he is dead. passed a <laughs> yeah. while ago yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, I was really upset I actually that's one thing I wrote down immediately was that what a under usage uh, of Peter Boyle I felt like they didn't they didn't use him right in this film yeah I love him he's also he's uh the thing in Young Frankenstein right in that him? yeah he's Frankenstein uh, mm-hmm. love him. well Frankenstein no, Frankenstein monster yeah but yeah I whatever love him. he no he's Frankenstein. He, <laughs> 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 no he he does it well uh whatever like or whatever he does like he tries to give it but i just feel like there was probably better takes and better scenes that he had that just got cut uh and maybe i'm wrong but i, I did like that he it was, was at a point in his career where he was just like yeah I'll, I'll do anything and it's just like the draw was oh look peter boyle hmm. it's yeah. the it's raymond's dad and everyone loves raymond like that was where he had it he was at at that point in his career that was happening at that time. It was kind of like, okay. It's kind of like how Abe Vigoda near the end of his life would just show up and would be like, hey, it's me, Abe Vigoda. And that's it. And he, then he would do something stupid. Like they would make him, like they'd be like, here's Abe Vigoda and he's got a bunch of fish in his pants. And then that's the bit that they would do. He used to go on Conan a lot uh, hmm. in the early days. I'm gonna, okay, pulling back real quick. We are officially, it's, it is known 100% in canon she, uh, that uh, Velma is queer, but I don't remember if, is Velma bi? I, is Velma pan? I Did they not clarify I that? I think in these movies, they weren't sure. I think they were going to have her be openly gay, but then the, I don't remember what it's called, the most recent animated series that just came out has her, like, discovering her sexuality, and I don't remember if she was bi or gay in those. I just remember it being like, um, uh, like she shows up and she's like, oh, it's my ex-girlfriend. And then a woman is there. Like, and everyone's that's like, how they whoa. Did it. 
Yeah, like, whoa. <laughs> this is the same, is this the same series where she's, like, super into Shaggy for, like, the first season, and then she was like, you have to choose Scooby or me, and you're like, what is happening? Right, and she's like, I'm gay, and he's like, zoinks, like, you know, like, completely blown away, yeah, absolutely, that's, yeah, that's crazy, Ruh-ro! like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> I feel like that's how they could have handled it, but I'm a big fan of when they just kind of push past something, they're like, yep, that's a fact about the situation, yeah, and now we're here. Oh, the, the guest stars on this show is fantastic. We got, like, Tim Ruben Stutter. <laughs> Halsey, Macklemore, Macklemore, Share, love Share. I do. I was like, just what I just showed. Uh, I was just showing my girlfriend um, old videos of Share from like the '60s, and she was like, "She has aged perfectly. She has not aged in the 50 years she's been alive." And by 50 years she's been alive, I mean 80 years she's been alive. Yeah. No. She's she's up there. I think she's like 77, I'm going to say. Let's play that game. How old is Cher? It's a, it's a regular segment on the show, Kelsey. I don't know if you've heard it. I would say uh, 76. That's my guess. Kai, your guess? Uh, I'm going to say 77 and three quarters. She's going to be okay. 78. <laughs> Thank you for Price's writing me to give me a really small <laughs> opening. I watched a lot of the show. Uh, oh, she's got to be literally six months past 70. Okay, Kelsey was Dude, ready. She's 76. Let's, let's do the showcase where I get the exact. Oh, really? She's 76. You, you got it. You nailed it. All right, look up her social security number. I bet I can get it to the exact number. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Why, Let's you see. think somebody has her social somewhere on the Shares internet? Yeah. Social security number. Uh, okay, so Kelsey, back to the movie for a quick second. Oh, yeah, while speaking of that people up. who haven't aged, everyone in this cast. Yeah, uh, so I would agree with you on that. Uh, yeah. Sarah Michelle uh, Geller, very much so, uh, aged very well. Uh, who? Why do I always forget her name? Because Freddie Prince Jr. I haven't seen. No, uh, 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 who, what's the name of the, uh, the actor that plays Velma? What's her name? Oh, um, Lindsay, oh, uh, Linda she, she Cardellini. Was... Cardellini, yeah. Thank you. I was gonna say I mostly... Geeks Girl. Is it Dead to Me? Is that the name of the film or the yes. show that was on Netflix? Yeah, I really liked her in that. Um, oh, I froze. She's great in everything. Hold... Jim, am I frozen on your screen? Uh, yes, you are. Well, we can't just have me not be visible. I mean, come on, I'm too pretty for that. Speaking of being too pretty for that, you know who else is gorgeous? My dear friend Ross Wiseman over at the Kid Flicks podcast. If you don't know what that is, now you will. Childhood. Remember that? You could walk down the street. You could get an ice cream cone. You could go to school. You could do homework for five hours and then lament about the fact that you're wasting your youth. Hi, I'm Ross. I'm the host of Kid Flicks. It's the podcast where adults try to definitively rank every kid's movie ever made. We've covered more than 150 different movies, including all four of the Shrek movies, including Shrek 2, which we reviewed in two different episodes. Definitely give us a listeny listeny and subscribe wherever you get podcasts, unless you get podcasts from that creepy guy down the street. Don't let him open his trench coat. There's no podcasts in there.
But seriously, give us a listen, won't you? Kid Flicks, it's a podcast. Hey everybody, Kai Bobby here, the other host. Uh, I am here with the Captain's Log shout-out. It is from uh, our dear friend Crimson. He is incredibly kind and has told me to use this promotion slot to promote my cat's GoFundMe. Uh, my poor little buddy Oliver unfortunately had to have a surgery a little while back. And uh, those medical bills, uh, they, they really rack up. So if you got a couple extra bucks, go ahead and check out that GoFundMe link. It is in the description. Uh, yeah, that would be awesome. Thank you. Crimson, you're amazing. Let's get back to the show, everybody. <sighs> Oh, I said Linza. Lindsay. Her name's Linda. I said Linda. Oh, you said Linda? Okay. I said Linda. <laughs> it's not very often I know an actor name and you don't, so I'm holding on to that moment. <laughs> Wait, what is it? What's the name? Linda Cardellini. Got you, got you. I okay, called I her think Lindsay something, something, something. You're good now, okay. Good, okay, great. Uh, yeah, I watched Dead to Me, and she's absolutely amazing in that, yeah. and... I really hadn't had much context other than Freaks and Geeks for her. And then I knew she was in the Scooby-Doo movie. And then I just didn't see this until I was an adult. Uh, I missed out. Yeah, she's great. She's one of those great in everything she does kind of thing. Yeah. I was immediately upset, though, when I saw that they were going to match her with Seth Green, though. Um, Not because I was bitter that she got to push him around. uh, But just like, I was like, no, don't force this. Like, this this is dumb. I don't know. I was pissed that... The whole thing about, I, like, she's like, oh, my God, please let him not be the bad guy. And then we find out he's not. And I'm like, so wait, so that him just yelling at that dude in the back alley was just an example of him being a dick. <laughs> he was getting information. <laughs> yeah, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Big a red great flag. Guy to, <laughs> a great guy to date. What are you talking? He also <laughs> walks in slow motion. <laughs> These are all green flags that I'm saying. He walks saying. in slow motion and he still falls down. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. No, no, no. He he jumps down. That was a ridiculous <laughs> fall. Um, he, like, catapulted forward uh, and did a long jump. I it liked was, it was Seth Green. <laughs> Seth, yeah. I, I like Seth Green. There. <laughs> I like Seth Green. It's okay. It's a safe space. When I I'll t- when I see him later, Jim, I'll let him know. But I remember being a little kid watching this movie and being like, "Oh, cool! Velma got a guy that's like me." No. <laughs> <laughs> Jim, for what it's worth, I would never push you around and make you hold my bags. <laughs> oh, thanks. But eight-year-old me, who's to say? <laughs> uh, oh my my first context for Seth Green was Buffy. Yeah, and I guess he is also some Buffy. for Sarah Michelle Gellar. Yeah, I, I wonder. My f- yeah, my first experience with Seth Green was actually those Cha-Ching commercials. <laughs> I don't know those. <laughs> some commercials where he would just go Cha-Ching, 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 over and over, and that's why everyone said Cha-Ching in the nineties. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Wow. Really? And also, yeah, yeah. Also, uh, oh no! What was his? What was he a little kid in? I, oh, I was it. just looking. That he was up. in it. Yeah. Oh, he played the little kid version of the. Okay, I'm about to say an insane thing. He played the little kid version of the magician from uh, uh, Night Court. 
I didn't nope. understand any of the words that came out of your mouth. <laughs> cool, yeah, you, cool, you cool, believed cool, it. Cool, 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 cool. <laughs> is this is when he was like was really, really little. Show? What? This is when he was like really, really, really little. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was a little kid in that movie. Huh. So he was he was with he his version was Harry Anderson. Harry Anderson was the guy that grows up and becomes the uh uh like the TV. He's the beep beep Richie. Hmm. He's Richie. I have uh I have an even weirder cut for him. Uh does anyone ever see Can't Buy Me Love? No, but I watched Can't Hardly Wait. <laughs> That's all right. Anybody who's actually in the older crowd has seen Can't Buy Me Love with Patrick Dempsey. Basically just the whole bit is that he pays oh, a cool yeah. girl to like 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 to date him so he can become popular. Um Seth that. Green plays like uh like the lead actress is like little brother like little shit younger brother and chef's kiss surprise surprise he can be a little shit um that's mm-hmm. kind of his little like that he brought that snarkiness they, that's that was kind of his thing right i'm gonna be a little snarky uh did yeah. you say can't hardly wait is that what you were you said mm-hmm. yeah he was yeah. in can't hardly wait he gets trapped in the bathroom with the girl that's like <gasps> you're right and he's like, you are an acceptable woman. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. I, re- I remember those films when we did that. You're like, you know what? You're right this whole time. To be fair, the other, the arc of the woman was also, you're an acceptable man. <laughs> <laughs> I guess me and her felt the same. Mm-hmm. They were the, they were, it was two people who met in the middle. <laughs> they were friends when they were like... They were friends when they were kids, and then he was like, oh, I'm going to listen to rap music, which is really the problematic part, uh, because yeah. they made him very offensive. Uh, yeah, yeah. And then right. she went on and was like, I'm still I'm uh, still a little girl. And then uh, she was like, I liked it better when you weren't into rap music. And he was like, yeah, well, I liked it better when you were a little kid. And she was like, let's make out. Anyway, I like, it, I like that the they're movie. both uh, finger guns. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, sorry. Love. <laughs> uh, sorry for the people at home <laughs> listening while they fold laundry. Just imagine finger guns falling in love. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Is that what people tell their kids when they don't know how to tell them that gay people exist? Like two gay men, like they're just like <laughs> it's just two finger guns in love. That's all. <laughs> Jim, go on. No. Um, all right. So, anyways, uh, I'm just gonna skip right past that. We're not gonna. Talk one's about- like a little barrel, and one's like a big barrel, and it like gets enveloped in. That's I've yeah. seen. I've seen porn. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, 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 go ahead, and Kelsey, because oh, no, uh, we need to get away from porn. I was going to do a, a music pivot into how, like, perfect the music is in this movie. <laughs> oh, yeah. I love it. All of it. You mean, like, the part where they sing, thank you for be- let me be myself, and yep. then they do the dance number, and then his hair falls off? Uh, the one where they go into, like, we're going to save the world mode in their little treehouse thing. Uh... I've never related to anything more than when Scooby and Shaggy are doing their little rap on the buttons when they're accidentally making the monsters, and Scooby's just speaking mm-hmm. nonsense. I'm like, perfect. Was it? Hold on. So I'm looking at the I'm looking at the the soundtracks here because once again I did see this or I saw this movie like two weeks ago, so it's it's a little bit faded. But I remember the record player. Is that that was is that when they played Baby Got Back? Are you okay? Wait, hang on, hang on, hang on. I don't remember. Kelsey, you're talking about back. the part where they're like, "Because we're the greatest detectives." <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
And it's Kai, that's what like, Kelsey's talking about. Yeah, Shaggy does like a real rap, and then Scooby goes. Yeah, I did. I did like them more in this one than the first live action. Like specifically the two of them, but. I mean, I guess they got a little bit more of an arc, right? They had to learn how they actually contribute to the gang in this one. Yeah. Yeah. They, I, well, I also feel like this one felt like the first movie. Like, this one felt like it should have been the first movie. And then they separate at the end, and then they reconnect on the monster island. Mm -hmm. But that's not what happened, so... Yeah, then, I think you're... Go oh, ahead. you go. No, 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 because I was just going to expand on your point. What, what are you going to say? I was reading uh, that there was supposed to be a third movie that got trashed because this one did so badly when it came out. And the right. third movie, they were going to be in Scotland, and the bad guy or the, like, the monsters were going to be victims that were, like, controlled by the bad guy, and Scooby and Shaggy were going to have to confront their prejudice ideas about monsters. Because <laughs> they're all victims. My, and I was like, I need it! Wow. I like that the, the sentence here in Wikipedia says, Scooby and Shaggy have to come to terms with their own prejudices and narrow si- belief systems. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, are you telling me that they're short-sighted and they don't have, like, really well-rounded opinions? I thought that was the whole point of both of their characters. Well, they were going to change that in the third live-action Scooby-Doo movie. Well, I mean, their opinions in the show is, oh my god, these are monsters. And then they're like, they're not monsters, they're just poor people. That's the the plot of every episode of (laughs) Scooby-Doo. I honestly, I will say, growing up a little bit, one of the things I appreciate about movies is we're doing a little bit more of like, I mean, I I guess I don't want to see every movie where it's like, let's see, let's try to humanize the villain, but we are doing it a little bit where we're kind of just like, hey, maybe there's a little bit reason why like our society is producing some pretty not okay people that we should probably examine a little bit. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I think it's important. You know, uh, how dare, like, I don't know. Uh, these movies that we're all rewatching, I'm kind of just like, how did he, why did we produce this idea of this character on in this movie? And it's sometimes not even like satire. It's just genuinely painful to watch. Yeah, I always get uncomfortable when they make the jokes, and they made one in this movie when uh, Daphne asks Fred, she's like, am I just a pretty face? And he's like, struggling with it and he's like definitely not fat and she's like why would you even say that and i was like yeah because having fat is the worst possible thing you could be that yeah. and this is that's like such a humor point in movies around this time and i'm always like i hate that <laughs> i think one of my uncomfortable moments where i was kind of just like okay scooby wearing this afro feels like the closest he can get to doing blackface like this feels <laughs> This feels like a poor choice. I mean, I'm already uh-huh. pissed off that everyone's trying to, like, this woman's trying to fuck this dog. And <laughs> like, I'm already upset. Well, well, hang on, hang on. She doesn't know it's a dog. <laughs> <laughs> right, because it's very hard to tell. He was wearing a zoot suit, so therefore I should have been able to tell. And a wig! <laughs> you put a dog in a wig, I'm not going to know the difference. <laughs> his tail was ducked into his pants. How was I supposed uh, to know? Exactly. <laughs> That's bullshit, Jim. You love dogs. You could you could spot a dog 
anywhere. Like you play Where's Waldo and you're like, fuck that. Look at that dog. <laughs> like True. I know Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna find every dog in this instead. <laughs> I, I like dogs. They're cool. Yeah. Uh, well, how do you feel about how do we feel about this dog? <laughs> Scooby? Yeah. Love him. <laughs> but I love him. I love Great Danes. Um <laughs> And scoot and a talking Great Dane, great, etc. I always like the joke that they make throughout all of the Scooby Doo movies, where somebody's like, "Get this dog out of here!" and he's like, "A dog? Where?" <laughs> it never what are you talking about? It's, I'm one of two dogs that speak. <laughs> How dare you? Yeah. Uh, no, he has. There's also Scooby Dumb, his cousin. I don't remember Scooby Dumb. <laughs> Scooby Dumb was from like the Scooby Doo, one of the '80s Scooby Doo. I think it was from like the Scooby Doo movies or something like that. Not the movie, not the movies, movies. The show that was called the Scooby Doo movies, where they would meet like the Harlem Globetrotters. What a great episode! <laughs> <laughs> I watched the one where they met Batman and Robin over and over as a child. Huh. Uh, I Did like they help the them one... with a case? What's that? Yeah. Did they help them with a case? Yeah. Oh, cool. Anyways, sorry. What were we gonna uh, say? They couple? also meet Dean and Sam Winchester, which is an exciting <laughs> thing <laughs> from Supernatural. <laughs> yes, that's a Supernatural episode. They also meet Mama Cass, mm. the woman from the Mamas and the Papas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know. Sure. I actually just started watching uh, Supernatural I for the first time ever. I I went to a supernatural convention in Toronto when I was in high school and oh, like really? met them and paid to take pictures with them. I was like me and my high school group, we were super fans of that show. I am Did looking you call it up Sam right Dean now as a joke? I missed it. No. <laughs> no, I never Did you call watched Sam Gilmore Dean as a joke? I never watched Did- Gilmore Girls. Oh, these two oh, boys. You gotta, okay, hang on, Kelsey. You got to watch Gilmore Girls. I it's know. A fantastic show. That's what I love Gilmore me. Girls. I know. That's what I've been told. I'll watch it one day. Probably by me sometime in the past three months. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I loved that show. I still do. I it's like, not too late. Um, I'm going to get to episode two. I swear. I've watched episode one. I'll get there. I can feel it. It's coming. I've seen uh, Gilmore Girl. Not girls, mm. but one day I'll get there. Yeah, I, I like. Well, hold on, we're switching back to Supernatural. I like that um, Dean, the guy who plays Dean, whose name is Jensen Ackles. I was going to call him Jenklin Ackles. <laughs> so <laughs> uh, I like that he's like six three, and he's and he looks so short compared to Jared Padalecki yeah. <laughs> because that guy's like six seven. <laughs> Yeah, well, and, like, the normal height for TV actors, like, a tall guy in TV is, like, 5'9", five, 5'10". Five, yeah, which and makes so Tom Cruise very upset, like, yeah. Right. <laughs> so, like, for them, they're just giants in the industry. <laughs> <laughs> but also literal Holy giants. Shit. They're gigantic men. Yeah. Jeffrey Dean Morgan was in this show. Yes, 
another he's not a man i i would carry his bags like i <laughs> i am very attracted to that man who jeffrey dean morgan was in uh it's really fucked up that i'm attracted to him so much because he plays a terrible man in the walking dead but uh jeffrey dean morgan uh plays uh negan in the walking dead he also plays denny in gray's anatomy I would know that if uh, when I was watching Grey's Anatomy every Thursday, hanging out with uh, my love triangle back in college, where it's it's I think I brought it up in the episode. Anyone's listening, you know, <laughs> I I was in love with one person. I showed up to do our homework together on Grey's Anatomy night. I didn't really pay attention to the show hmm. or care. And uh, secretly, her roommate was in love with me. It's complex, classic situation. Oh, wow. uh, and I missed out on apparently a really good show. Uh, <laughs> Love Grayson. Well, I don't want to like it anymore. It's still going. They're on season mm-hmm. like 18, 19. And 19. I can't stop. You know, it's like there... it's not good anymore. But I'm like, I've been with it this long. Yeah. Well, I mean, that happened to Supernatural, too. This is true. What percentage of the cast is still on it? I think there are three <laughs> people from the original first season that are still regulars. They got law and order. Yeah. Guess who just nailed how many people are still in the show? It's you. It's me. It was you, Kelsey. (laughs) (laughs) I know, because I'm crazy. Do you know which three? (laughs) Uh, Yeah, it's Meredith, Dr. Bailey, and Richard Weber. I don't remember all their actor names. Yep, you got it. I was going to ask you for their actor names. (laughs) Great. There are yeah. certain actors, though, when I see them in a movie, I don't even bother. They're just, that's who they are. Right. Like, like Sandra. Like, 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 right. Uh, wait, also, she's, she's in Grey's Anatomy, and whenever I watch her oh. or anything, I'm like, that's Sandra O. Oh. And I can't remember her uh, character's names. Mm. I think Jason Statham's one of those people. Or like William Defoe. I'm like, no, that's just fucking William Defoe. There's, that's not anybody else other than that character. You know who else is in Grey's Anatomy? Seth Green. <laughs> I feel like Are you this, serious? Yeah, he's in like an episode. Is he really? He's just someone randomly in an episode. Well, I, feel like I mean, that would be on all those shows. Yeah. They're running me, out of like, people. Yeah, it to me, it's like the Law and Order thing where I'm every actor that who's ever worked that. has been in Law and Order. Is that Dean Kane? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> uh, anybody who gets that joke, you clearly know what I'm talking about. But uh, yeah, all of a sudden you'd see people, you're like, Weren't they in a Goosebumps movie? Why are they murdering children? Like, <laughs> well, they've they've run out of people on that show. Sorry, now I'm looking up Law and Order. I, need to get I was going to say, I think all three of us are currently looking up Grey's Anatomy. I don't, right? <laughs> I, I no, it's fine. Remember, I don't remember Seth Green's what he did, but I just, he was covered in blood at some point. Look, there he is. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> is that just him on set, or is that him in the show, just like being thumbs uppy and all bloody? That's him on set. Love it. Yeah, his uh, his character okay. is you would you would like him. You could definitely push him around. Yes. Yeah, Seth Green. <laughs> he was on a podcast know. recently where he seems like he's the nicest man in the world. He told some story, and I don't remember what the story is, so I can't repeat it. Uh, but he seems like a very nice man. <laughs> I he's like I, one of those I, Hollywood royalty guys. Because his mom's a big deal. Hmm. And Seth I will Green's look mom? Up, yeah, and I'll look up who that is so that I can... It's, it's Cher. <laughs> there's he's there's from, no doubt in my mind. He's from uh, Philadelphia. Wow. I kept... Let's I found out on. a bunch of... 
Well, first off, Jim, only half of the hosts are from Philadelphia at the moment. So how dare you focus only predominantly on that? Let's yeah, get currently on only one natives. person is from on this podcast is from Philadelphia. Yeah. <laughs> All right, that's fair. You're right. All right. Well, you know what? I'll tell Lizzo she can't come on. I'll, if I <laughs> ever uh, bump into Judy Garland, I'll tell her fuck off. <laughs> She's dead, right? <laughs> She's, She's dead. dead. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think most of the people that I found out were from Minneapolis are dead now. Um, Except for, uh, oh, who's hot right now? Who's hot from Minneapolis? Michael Weingartner? <laughs> That's 100% who it is. I was like trying to think about who it was, and I was like, who's that celebrity that I know? Yes, you got it. No, you got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, all right, I'll Google who's that celebrity Kai knows. No, I don't know. Honestly, I'm pretty terrible at knowing uh, celebrity names. I mean, I, I I am on a movie podcast, and I don't know the name of any actors. Uh, it's always just that guy. Oh, uh, are you thinking of Sean William Scott? In what? In Sean William Scott in... Um, that he's no, just I'm from never... Minneapolis. I, oh, he is. What are you talking about? <laughs> no, no, no. He is. I, sorry. In my... <laughs> What's going on right now? What is the this... conversation we're having? Can we sum it up real quick? <laughs> yeah. Sorry. The summary is this morning in class, I had uh, my teacher display uh, all the famous people that are like have been like from Minneapolis and like having us, uh, you know, really appreciate the city. And I didn't recognize half of the people on the screen. Um, so it was but, like Prince and like Judy Garland. And also, I found out that fucking Chris Pratt's from here. I didn't know that. Um, it was funny, too, because when she said it, the whole room of like 150 people was like, uh. <laughs> <laughs> so apparently yeah. the, the youth hates Chris Pratt, too. <laughs> yeah. I just found out. If this out. were 10 years ago, people would be like, ooh. Yeah. If this well, was like peak Parks and Rec time, people were like, Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he. That's how I my, was. Peaks yeah. Park and Rack Time, and yeah. then, and then he made that movie with Jennifer Lawrence, and I was like, I think I'm done with him. Yeah, you're like, mm, never mind. Mm, passengers, uh, take me, drive me out of here, drive drive me away from this movie as a passenger. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Anybody else got anything else to shit on him for? Chris uh, Pratt, more like Chris Shat, his pants. Uh, let's see what else. <laughs> Chris Pratt, more like Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt should Pratt fall, but it should actually be a real fall that he doesn't get up from. I want so you in the hospital, Pratt. Chris Pratt. <laughs> <laughs> I want you to have at least a sprained ankle, you fuck. Uh, <laughs> I was gonna, okay. Hold on a second. I'm not gonna say it. I'm gonna break down the joke I was gonna make, uh, and you can tell me if you think it would have landed well. Okay. I was gonna say he went from Coolsville to Ghoulsville. How would have right. that hit? Would I that have done all right? I think it would have been a really solid segue. Ah, fuck. I was I was I gonna say it would have been a really solid joke about someone from Scooby Doo and not Chris <laughs> Pratt. <laughs> 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 I'm sorry, that one got me. I There's certain things... Actually, hold on. You said that this movie performed poorly. You also said that it should have been the first movie, not the, the second movie. Did you like it as someone that actually likes Scooby-Doo content? I loved it. Okay, I cool. love both of the live-action movies. Yeah, I think they're, they're okay. fun. I have a problem with people who go in to movies like this who are expecting it to be a good movie. You know, like, I mm-hmm. feel like when people go into... These are like crappy fun movies that you're just supposed to have a good time with. And you will have those people that are like, well, 
it wasn't like Schindler's List is a good movie. And you're like, <laughs> you're like that's that, that is totally not what this is about. Well, now I'm going to, I want to look up Robert Ebert's opinions about Schindler's List and also this movie and see if he's got takes on both. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll look up this movie. You look up Schindler's List. <laughs> okay, great. Uh, by the way, we look up 9-11 and Schindler's List on every episode. <laughs> It's just be oh, kind of I looked up Schindler's List point. by accident. <laughs> that's, you know what? Let's both just get into Schindler's List. <laughs> yeah, let's no, just watch Schindler's Ebert. List real quick. Is, is there more of those? <laughs> no. Uh, Jesus oh, he Christ. gave it two stars. Yeah, g- tough. Really big critic. Are you are yeah. you saying Scooby-Doo or Schindler's List? Uh, Schindler's List too. I don't care about it. Good, good. I'm going to make you look up everything. Scooby-Doo, the first one, he gave one star. <laughs> Only one less star. That's not so bad. Yeah. I don't know. I I still found them to be at least enjoyable. Uh, it, it's popcorn. It's just yeah. like toss it on. Uh, I, I think the only times that I ever got mad were once again the you didn't make her gay enough and you underused lies Peter Boyle. I think aside from that, you know, it's a couple jokes about punching a monster in the balls. I guess. <laughs> yeah. Well, and some of the jokes are like very clever. I don't know. You know, like, some the, some of the humor is not, you know, they have a good balance of smart humor and fart jokes, and that's the kind yeah. of vibe I like. We, we we talked about this in the, the other one, but my favorite joke from the first movie is, um, uh, is there, there's a call here for a Mr. Do. Melvin Do? No, 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 Scooby-Doo. <laughs> and then later on, they call back when they need to steal Scooby-Doo's soul. And he's like, you mean Melvin Do? And there's already a soul as Melvin Do looking at them. <laughs> yeah. I would say... Good joke, the one James that got, Gunn. That got me, and I don't know who wrote it, but if you're listening, thank you, uh, is when Velma zipped open the latex suit and her sweater was still underneath it. Yeah. I was like, that's good. That's, <laughs> that's, a, good that's a good shit. choice. And then when she sat down and it sounded like she farted. Yes. Fart humor See? will it's always be It's a combination. Be yeah, good stuff. Also, uh, Roger Ebert made a joke that uh, is a very good point. Uh, it's called Scooby-Doo 2, or how it's known in France, Scooby-Doo-Doo. <laughs> we should have known that, Jim. We took French. I, I know. I didn't think. I never would have thought about that. <laughs> <laughs> that is funny. Uh Kai to uh, in French is do. Thank you. I wouldn't know because uh, I'm terrible at acknowledging my history. Uh, we're, I was French Canadian. Okay, it's not my fault. Can- Canada's like basically above New Hampshire. I was like, it's the same. <laughs> Why would I need to learn? I've gone to Niagara Falls. I get Canada. I get French. <laughs> I understand. <laughs> Oh my god! Uh, yeah. Can someone explain to me why I wrote down the words "casual rabies"? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> they put the they put the uh, whipped cream. In. Yeah, and he's like, "Scoob's got a little feels like he's got some rabies." <laughs> well, you know? Okay, that makes sense. <laughs> it, yeah, it's yeah, how okay, they cool. it's how they get out of the 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 it's how they make an excuse to leave the 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 fun house or whatever it is. Not the fun house, but the the house they all live in together. Which they could totally think- have just left. Like, the fact that he's, like... I think, and don't quote me on this, that was part of the joke. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I get it now! It had that, like, 
because that scene is them being like, oh, he's got rabies. And they're like, all right, yeah, yeah, whatever. Go get out of here. Kind of vibe. Very non-concerned about this dog. They all, hold on, nobody owns Scooby-Doo, but they're also kind, like, are they kind of his caretakers? Like, do they care after him? I thought... Shaggy. Shaggy, yeah. He's, Shaggy technically owns Scooby-Doo. Yeah, he got him as a pup named Scooby-Doo. Okay, cool, cool, cool. And then did they initiate the crime solving? And then they were like, we're going to need a whole crew. Let's get a van. Now you're getting into some uh, some meta shit that I don't... Deep, I'm, deep I'm not deep in the Scooby lore. But okay. since you're like, talking wow, we about suck at solving crimes. Their, their past, that one part where they like go back in time through the picture is... Oh, <laughs> oh my god, yes! <laughs> and you're like, who are these random child actors that look nothing like any of the people that they're playing young versions of? Was it this yeah. movie or was it the last one where it's uh, them playing Frisbee That's when they flashback? Well, that was this one? Yeah. 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 It felt like uh, kind of like if Hallmark did a commercial and was like, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll do a Scooby-Doo theme. Yeah. Like it just... And that just was found funny. Whatever, yeah. And just found whatever kids were kind of around. Scooby! <laughs> but they call yeah. it back when they have the control panel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's the, that's the end of the movie. It's great writing. <laughs> they tie it all together. Uh, did you see that? Okay, there was a recent um, TikTok that was, what are two random clips that give off the same energy? And one of them is at the end of uh, that Avengers movie where he's like, I am Iron Man. And then he snaps his fingers and then everyone dies around him. And then it's the clip of Scooby-Doo going, Scooby-Dooby-Doo. <laughs> and then he puts the thing and then they all die. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Oh. That dog has a lot of power. Mm-hmm. That was a pretty intense moment. There are some parts in this that I remember watching as a child that, like, really freaked me out. One of them was when they're drinking the potions and turning into a bunch of different stuff. That yeah, that was wild. That was uncomfortable. as a kid. Uh, yeah. Then when they're all, like, suffocating, you. right? <laughs> like, the tar is, like, going into their faces and they can't breathe. That is yep. so stressful. And when they pull that woman's face off to be like, she's actually the old criminal. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Which is a, a great joke, by the way. <laughs> it, it wasn't the cotton candy monster that didn't terrify you as a child? No, I was fine with that. No, no that's fine. I, uh, the way that I used to watch this movie was um, on, on like a portable DVD player in my parents' car on road trips. Oh, hell yeah. Cute. Yeah, that was how I watched this and like Finding Nemo one million times. <laughs> Classics. Now this feels like a good like, hey, we'll be there in two hours, or one of those movies that you you're not quite finished by the time you arrive, and you're like, can I hang out in the van? <laughs> like, I'd still want to finish it uh, as a kid. I'd be really upset. I think one of the parts that I was like questionably like, should I not think this is so funny? Is when there's a Girl Scout in a cage. (laughs) (laughs) But that's that's another one of those jokes that's so smart. When she's like, would you like to buy some cookies? And then they're like, have you heard the good news? (laughs) (laughs) The Jehovah Witnesses were definitely a good ad. (laughs) Yeah, that's That's a great joke. That's so funny. That's one of those like little kids jokes where you're like, I don't care about the consequences of this. That's funny. Yeah. Just keep doing this. Well, now I'm afraid to ring people's doorbells because I'm afraid I'm just going to like fall through a pit of doom and then Peter Boyle's going to talk to me over a loudspeaker. 
He he was the voice, right? Yeah. Why do I not remember the resolve on his character? He so oh God, she the reporter was the bad guy. Yes. But uh-huh. Peter Boyle was involved? No. They he just, just owns the He was the he was the red herring. Okay, gotcha. Well, so was uh, Seth Green, right? So we, how many did right. we have? It was Two just, red herrings. Just, okay, yeah. Well, uh, yeah, because yeah, him sense. and him and the old bad guy were like cellmates in prison. Yes, 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 yeah. yes, yes. Yep. Oh wow, wow. Tim Gunn, you had a fun time writing this, buddy. Uh, you mean James Gunn? Tim Gunn is the fashion man. <laughs> uh, uh, make it work uh, yeah he's a beautiful what happened to Andre Andre sorry anybody who actually watched Project Runway you know what I'm talking about season 3 baby I'm old <laughs> <laughs> I watched it indignantly because everyone else in my class watched it and that was like uh, that was how I lo- watched a lot of reality TV and now I love reality TV oh, I hate reality TV I can't do it uh you're wrong (laughs) (laughs) when i was when i was like when i was in like sixth grade i had that very same opinion because i was like this is all trash i hate everyone and they're all the worst these are all the worst people because they're all attention seekers and they're all doing Mm -hmm. stupid things and they're edited in a weird way and now i'm like yeah you guys are acting weird that's cool (laughs) (laughs) i mean that's that's the point of these shows right is to like hate them and then go bond over it um yeah yeah kind of i watched love is blind and my entire existence is just being like i fucking hate everyone on this show i just plowed through season three i'm ready show me that final episode uh yeah i I absolutely love watching it i get too stressed with love is blind with all reality tv (sighs) go on i just get i i can't handle it my anxiety gets so high because i'm like oh my god Christine is talking behind Lucille's back, and she's gonna oh. find out. Wait, do you get like a um? I'm gonna call it a PTSD with with like people talking behind people's backs or like like being like catty to each other with it. Like, Why? do you get like a sixth grade kind of like feeling from it? A little bit, yeah. I also went to an all girls high school, mm-hmm. so I feel like that just all combined. I'm like. I don't want any part of this. I don't want to know. I Because I get the same way when I watch things that make me feel like I'm in sixth grade. And then I like return to that feeling. And I'm just like, I don't like this. I hate this. Like, ooh, like, ooh yeah. gross. Yeah. It might be, that might I? be it. I was watching Big Mouth today, which is all about kids going through puberty in middle school. And I was yep. like. I know all these feelings, and I don't like them. I Have hated them all. Have you seen Eighth Grade? Yeah, Joe Eighth Burnham's Grade is great. <sighs> Not I, yet. I felt very uncomfortable during some of the scenes of Eighth Grade, but uh, mostly because it was, yeah, it was bringing me back in flashback stuff. But like, there's when she does her like going through puberty episode where she's just like humping her bed, basically. Um, I was like, oh, I remember those days. It's an awkward time to be alive. Yeah, uh, puberty. Eighth Grade is really hard to watch, but it is really good. Yeah. I know. I remember when it came out and being like, I should watch this. And then I just never did. It's just one of those movies. And I want to. Yeah. But I also don't want to feel like I'm in eighth grade again. Yeah, it's really, it's, it's, I had to pause it a few times and be like, take a break, shake it off. It's fine. Do you remember his show? Zach Stone is going to be famous. No. Zach Stone is going to be famous. There was like six episodes total. I bet my and roommate does. She's a big Bo Burnham fan. 
Oh, oh no, I've watched some of that show. I I watched I made it through like two episodes and I was like, I got to stop watching this. I mean, as much as I want to see Biff Tannen be a dad, I got to get out of here. <laughs> it is it. Biff Tannen <laughs> is dad. And he's great too. Uh, I don't know. Maybe maybe one day I'll give it a chance, but it's like, you know, it's during that time where we all know they're like, "Oh, that's when Bo was like not great." So like, I don't really want to. And not that he's like amazing or anything now, but he's like extra extra not great. Yeah. Um Oh my god. That show has uh, pathos. He, How dare you? Uh he's really I good apologize. at promising young woman. Oh, actually, I don't know why uh, <laughs> hold on. <laughs> uh, <duh. laughs> I just realized all this time that you were talking about eighth grade, um, you were yes ending me so hard, but I am picking out a scene that did not happen. I have not seen that movie. I am thinking about that Hulu show, uh, about two thirty year old actors, they replay um it's called Pen Fifteen. That's what I'm thinking about. Totally, oh. I was thinking about Pen Fifteen. That is another one uh, that you're like, Ugh. yeah. Especially because like I was like, why do these children look so uncomfortably old? And then I was like, oh, look it up online, Kai. It's because they're fucking adults playing like <laughs> teenagers for the hell of it. Uh, it's super weird because they do that contrast where like they're dating a junior high kid and they actually have the actors be junior high kids. So there's kind of just like a strange vibe. But <laughs> yeah. It, it, I was I was just talking to somebody about sixth grade uh, and when we did uh, uh, sex ed because there was a moment where it was my turn we had to go around and like read the book <sighs> and like talk and like kind of just read it out loud and say the words that everyone's gonna giggle at yeah. and I read a part about how like it was basically like and you know at, and then their breasts will mature and like I paused everybody stared at uh, uh, Matthew Lillard Jim can I get a celebrity name please uh, Matthew Lillard. Great. You said his name wrong, but I'll use that. Um, <laughs> uh, I, and I was, I felt so bad because I shouldn't, I, I didn't pause. So we would all stare at Matthew Lillard. Um, but <laughs> I, I, everyone, like the whole room just like zoomed in on the one person that had developed boobs. And we're all just like, fuck, I'm so sorry. Yikes. Uh, I shouldn't say puberty is the worst time. Uh, I'm projecting. Puberty was the worst time of my life. Um, I hated it. I still remember when we learned about gymnosperm because my name is Jim. <laughs> and, <laughs> and everyone got obsessed with telling me I have no sperm after that. <laughs> Jim, do you have sperm? No, gymnosperm. <laughs> <laughs> This is that hundred percent of the jokes, but that they had. By the way, I'm googling it, and all I'm getting is naked seeds. Gymnosperm. Okay, it's a type of like seed for like trees. Okay, okay. It's just that it it means naked seed, which makes sense because no, because gymnasium that means like naked. It's whatever. It doesn't matter. Well, no, I mean, I hate those children. Wait, is this uh, all? This makes sense linguistically because it's like I can't plant my seed, right? It's like a. It's not like a. It's not a thing for like making it, like being able to procreate, right? I'm not losing my mm-hmm. mind. I forgot that. Yes. Thank God we stopped saying that out loud. Mostly as this is, I don't think I've heard that in a very long time. <laughs> um, so okay, cool. This is all starting to make sense. Uh, mm. Hey, folks! Science on Rotten Treasure. Look at us. <laughs> getting into uh botany uh yeah i know thanks yeah 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 sure yeah did did any of you did either of you have that moment where someone had to say the word organism and then they accidentally said orgasm i'm surprised i didn't because i watched orgasmo i feel like around the same time so i should have but i did not i feel like that might have happened uh 
in like sixth or seventh grade, but someone did it on purpose. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I had I had one where I had to say exotic birds, and I accidentally said erotic birds. <laughs> <laughs> Some birds That's are right. pretty yeah, erotic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was like, uh, I, I accidentally was like, check out these erotic birds. And they were like, wait, what? You're stupid, Jim. You can't read. You're in eighth grade and accidentally made a mistake. Yeah, that was, it's like sixth grade to 10th grade were the worst for me. I'm trying to yeah. think. Yeah, sixth to eighth grade, because high school was actually fairly kind to me oh no surprisingly enough none of that i was yeah. let's see 2001 i was in junior high like this movie so like the vibe of this like spiked hair simple plan uh fucking like bowling soup energy was bowling for bowling soup bowling for soup energy was <laughs> you know that classic bowling soup uh was sure. just like the vibe and i could not blend in as that man i tried so hard but i stuck out so like like a sore thumb with my like spiky hair putting in like green uh like uh hair dye that would only last like a day putting like cool glue in my hair uh and then wearing a chain necklace and like a quicksilver <laughs> t-shirt and some paco jeans uh nice yeah i was i was such a tool um and i didn't even know it yeah I had my era of that was everyone looked like they were either on Jersey Shore or they were emo. And I was just, I was neither of those things. I didn't like, I, I didn't like the emo aesthetic then, especially because it was real bad back then. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if you all remember it. It, it got like pretty bad <laughs> for a little while. 2008 sure. was a dark time for a lot of our lives. It was like when it started seeping into like emo scene kid with like yeah. the the bangs and then the spikes in the back. Mm-hmm. That's when I can. And then everyone would write raw on them. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. 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 That's what 2008 was like. <laughs> Were people saying that, that was 2008 Jim? No, oh, because I, I was like... a dirty, disgusting boy who wore like band T-shirts and like didn't wash my hair. I was mm. a disgusting person. <laughs> I, for what it's worth, Jim, I still think you're a dirty, dirty boy. <laughs> Thank you. No, I don't feel that way. I, I'm sorry. I want it's a callback to me being mean to you earlier, uh, and then I won't do it again for five episodes because uh, it just doesn't feel right. I'll hold off. I'm so sorry. I'll edit it out. I wasn't mean to you. Folks, I just said a lot of hateful shit to Jim. <laughs> it was really, it's pretty aggressive. Kelsey, if you want to paraphrase, uh, would you mind? It was pretty wild <laughs> that he was gross and stupid in a lot of eloquent ways. Thank you. I actually felt, <laughs> I felt like my vocabulary really expanded. There were some words that I'm pretty sure aren't even in, in the English language, but thank you. I didn't know that many polysyllabic words existed, but they do, <laughs> and they were all insulting. Wow, James Joyce, is that you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. Sorry, I got distracted. Uh, I apologize. I can't help myself. Uh, Sometimes I just get really confused about my own information that I wrote down. Uh, and then I just have sure. to make my, like, our guests just, like, tell me why I wrote things. 
Sure. Um, That's a fun game. I like that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, explain. Oh, I was going to ask what Kelsey was at the at, at <laughs> during uh, middle school. Oh yeah, just or completely into high school era. Just gut yourself. How, Wait, what was what was your junior was, high trauma like? <laughs> Um, well, <laughs> let's Okay, we don't, we don't have to do too much, but... <laughs> no, no, my start, I... It really all started, I... It was rough in mall middle school. I cut my hair short, like, pixie cut, mm-hmm. in, okay. like, fourth, fifth grade. And uh, people called me Cancer Girl. I <laughs> didn't want to be my friend, because I had short hair. Uh, yeah, and I'm, I mean, it all worked out, because all that was all bad. But then I met my one of my best friends still. We went to middle school all together, but we didn't get close until high school because we were both eating lunch uh, right outside the bathroom because we didn't. It was like movie set where we would like go hide and sit in this hallway mm-hmm. by the bathroom door behind the lockers. And then one day we're both like, hi, what are you doing here? <laughs> uh so yeah, hi again. In high school, I still had good friends in high school. I had the emo phase where I would like straighten my hair and do the dark makeup and everything, and then not wash your face. So the next day, it was all like under your eyes, and, like, and you were like intentionally though, right? Like I'm mysterious yeah. and jaded. Right, you're like I don't care. Um, but I mean, I again, I went to an all girls private Catholic school, so that was just all. It was that was all bad. Hmm. I just want to mention to listeners. The absolute disgust that you had on your face when you said Catholic <laughs> What? You had the most contempt I've ever seen on a person when you said Catholic school. I, uh, yeah, I hated it. But pff, we made it through. <laughs> Honestly, I am so grateful Here I for am in Philadelphia. In Philadelphia, <laughs> on a podcast about movies. Nope. <laughs> Can I just say though that in terms of adult, <laughs> uh, oh, hold on, did I have this? Yes. Okay. I want to say that I think most of my adult friends who I actually think have strong relationships were the ones that were sitting outside eating like it outside the bathroom, right? Like the the people that learned uh, or like got got a little jaded together and befriended in a in a jaded territory. I feel like yeah. so they're some of the strongest relationships because they're people who are validating your reality a little bit more versus like kind of uh, playing along with the game and kind of more like I don't know in the tornado of being a teenager, like a little bit more of uh, following the rules of it. Uh, but I got so used to being kind of an outcast-ish, not super outcasty, but I was just like, what if I just hang out with a couple other losers and then actually knew what a friend felt like? Yeah. <laughs> oh, look at you two friends over here. <laughs> oh, yeah, Jim, I forgot you didn't. Uh, no offense to uh, my friends that listened. I don't think that they were losers. I think they were just slightly cooler than I was. Uh, mm. Yeah. I was, yeah, all I was my Ryan. friends are cooler than me. I'm fine Ra- with it. Ryan was the coolest out of all of our friends. We've established that on the podcast. Yes, Ryan was the funniest friend. I was the second funniest friend in the group. Mm. Um, And by that, I mean everyone picked on me and laughed at me and found humor uh, because I grew up in the jackass era and uh, apparently Mm. emotionally torturing people was funny. (laughs) What a good time to be alive. Uh, But also apparently doing very gay things uh, with your uh, friends. and like doing very homoerotic kind of like pranks um, was uh, translate to being queer later in life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was very confusing to me. Um, 
<laughs> I'm just waiting. They're all going to come out and try to, you know, be honest about it eventually. Uh, it's fine. <laughs> it's totally fine. No, I, uh, I, I realized that most of my friendships I can't really make with people is like, I, I don't think I could be, I don't think I could be friends with prom king prom queen like i don't i don't know if you're out here folks and you like my podcast you want to test the waters and see if we could be friends hit, get in my dms i would love to find out if like where your journey's gone and my journey's gone that we can actually be besties but uh, i think i'm more likely to go towards people who i'm like hey what's up i can tell that you also were kind of like you know but then again i've been improv so like <laughs> i know where i, I actually yeah. Yeah, i've been surrounding myself funny with, enough like, i knew i was safe I had one of those moments with, uh, there was a guy in my high school who was like really popular and I ran into him at a, uh, he was working at like a sports, uh, memorabilia store mm-hmm. and I, we talked for like an hour despite in, the fact in like, the sp- where did you meet each other? What's up? Did you, were you in the sports memorabilia store, like shopping mm-hmm. around? Did you, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was shopping and then he was there working. And I was like, hey, you. And he was like, hey, you. And then we just caught up for an hour. Um, turns out that we uh, uh, liked talking to each other. And then a um, few years later, he revealed he is a hateful asshole and I hate him. Cool. cool. Damn. Cool. Yeah. He said a lot of things that I really disagree with on Facebook. Do you want to say oh, yeah. what those things are here on the podcast? Oh, tons of like vax, like anti-vax stuff, and like I, the final straw was he said something about George Floyd that I was like, "That's too much. You, I, I can't, I can't be anywhere associated with you if you say these things." Yeah, that's most of the people I went to high school with. I'm like, yeah, no, yeah, because yeah. I, I have a fantasy of like. I'm going to go back to, like, our high school reunions and walk in and be like, look at me now, assholes. And I'm, then, I'm cool. <laughs> I'm cool now. I do improv. I'm uh, a director. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then after, uh, like, our five-year reunion came, came around, and I was just, like, seeing things, same thing. Like, they posted on Facebook and updates about their lives, and I was like, wow, I really could not care less what you thought of me or you ever looking at my face again or me having to look at your face again i'm just gonna unfriend everyone and try to forget that you existed oh i made it really easy for myself i just came out as non-binary and queer and then all those people just faded off my facebook by themselves (laughs) uh it was really it was super simple may i recommend just doing it even if you're not just just Throw it out there. Put it on the internet. Just get them off your bags. Just, it worked. I mean, it gets less DMs about, hey, you should check out this new shake that's going to make your butt awesome and uh, whatever (laughs) pyramid schemes are existing right now. uh, I'm cool with that. Uh, I yeah. actually feel bad because I think I had one of the groups actually after Ryan's episode, I posted like a, hey, y'all, I haven't talked to you guys in a fucking long time. Want to hear us talk about Mr. Garby <laughs> uh, from math <laughs> class in 10th grade? Go ahead. Uh and then half those people in that group, I was like, oh, yeah, I defriended like a shit ton of you guys. Never mind. Or unfriended, defriended. No, they got defriended. Who cares? Yeah. Defriended. <laughs> Fuck you guys. No, I had one uh, person uh, when I was traveling. Uh, okay, this is bad. Uh, I did. I did. Mm-hmm, okay. Well, traveling. Cut this out, Kai. <laughs> no, we'll, we'll decide if I'm going to keep this or not. What I was uh, when I was traveling, I got a, uh, a sound and see if anybody here can pick it up. Anybody? 
Maybe you both That's don't go. That's the sound my you know, cat makes when she's sleeping and I pet her. Ollie makes that sound all the time in my house. And I'm like, <laughs> hey, buddy, did you learn that from Grinder? <laughs> it's, the, oh. it's the notification sound for Grinder. So I got a and I was just driving through Connecticut. And then all of a sudden I was like, is, is that? Bradley Whitford. Like, are you fucking like tapping me? Like, are you trying to talk to me right now after like bullying me in high school? You found out, uh, like, really? You're going to randomly see that I'm passing through on a Grinder profile and you're going to hit me up? Okay. Uh, so that was a little alarming. Uh, can I get a celebrity name, Kelsey? Bradley Whitford. Yeah. <laughs> Bradley, get off my fucking... You go back I, to being a blank profile and leave me the fuck alone. <laughs> I'm going to guess you looked at your screen and that was the first name you saw. Me? Yeah. Was that no, it? No, I'm just... No, I um, am currently rewatching The West Wing for the fifth time. Oh boy! Okay, so he's forward in my brain. Okay. Which was which has okay. been the best time that you've rewatched it? Um, probably the second time yeah. I rewatched it because the first time I rewatched it was uh, in 2016, <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> <Good times. laughs> uh, and then too real, this, too real. All right, and then. The second time I watched it was uh, probably like end of 2017 into 2018 or something like that. So it was just, it was like very comforting. And I I had gotten past the, I have to figure out the politics of what's going on. Like when mm. you're first watching it, they they give you like little moments of here, we'll explain what's happening. But if you're not like paying attention the whole time, you're kind of like, oh God, you're talking about laws and wars and i don't know all the details and i feel stupid um but i i caught on a lot more to those like little things in the second watch but i mean i think the first four seasons are like perfect television is emilio estevez's dad yes uh, martin uh, sheen yeah martin is sheen. the president yeah. I refer to him that way because I don't like to talk about Charlie Sheen that much. Um, but, yeah. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, okay. I was like, I think that's the show you're talking about. Is that Rob Lowe? Yeah. Rob Lowe is in it. Mm-hmm. Um, Allison Janney. Richard Schiff. Oh, my God. So many good people. Okay. Janelle All right. Maloney. I'll f- I'll f- Aaron Sorkin. Made Aaron it. Sorkin wrote it. Yeah, wrote right. It's yeah. just, yeah. Even if you just watch the first four seasons, it's perfect. Is it a comedy? It's so good no but it's there are funny moments it's the guy from fucking billy madison it's the bad guy which one uh uh oh shooter mcgavin no 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 billy madison you're thinking about happy gilmore everyone does that it's you're right it's i am oh you're talking about bradley whitford yeah yeah. okay oh yeah is that the guy you literally just said yeah uh, yeah yeah yeah, great okay cool well you know bradley get the fuck off my dms and go back to hanging out with adam sandler (laughs) like I don't I don't need you in my life anymore. Go brr, somebody else. <laughs> <laughs> Bradley Woodford uh, goes uh, Woodford goes. Okay. That's my Bradley <laughs> Woodford impression. <laughs> nice. I, yeah, that's a great show. Highly recommend. My dad loves that show. I used to think that because my mom used to watch The West Wing in ER, and so I always just assumed that The West Wing was another hospital show. Yeah, the West Wing of the Hospital. 
Yeah, right. <laughs> I was like, obviously. Uh, and in college, my boyfriend was like, you should watch The, the West Wing. And I was like, I'm already watching Grey's Anatomy. There's a lot of hospital. <laughs> he was like, sure. Um, that's not what that is. But one of the good things that came from that relationship wet the West Wing. West Wing. West Wing. It is weird that that's actually the case. Uh, when you end relationships, the shows you stop watching, right? So where I was actually talking about Project Runway, I was halfway through all of it. I was in like, just, I think I was just about to enter like the All-Stars like season after like season seven or eight. And then we broke it off. Uh, like, I don't know, this is an ex from like five, six years ago, whatever the heck it was, seven. I don't know, it's been so long. And then you just stop watching eight. shit. Uh, five, six, seven, eight, nine, you know, numbers. And... It, it's just it's 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 such a shame. I'm gonna reclaim Project Runway. I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna get that back in my life. You can't keep that from me. Yeah, you gotta watch um, Tara. Fuck. Um, I got it. Just name one uh, Project Runway person. And, yeah. No, it's the it's the host. <laughs> oh my god. What is her? I'm name? not gonna tell you. Tyra. Yeah. Nope. No. Me either. I'm not going to say it either. I'm just saying that if maybe you had taken a different course in high school for your language, you would have had a little bit more context and you would have been a little bit more culturally available or or aware. I don't know. Words are hard. I can't do it. Are you talking about Heidi Klum? Yeah. (laughs) Not very good hints, Kai. Um, She's German. It's Klum. Yeah. Who am I thinking of? Who's the who's the woman who what's the show what's the fashion show? Okay. <laughs> oh, are you thinking about the one where uh Tyra Banks harasses women for a while? I was thinking of Tyra Banks. Tyra Banks, that's yeah. it. Oh, she you just, said Tyra and that's when it She just right. cuts them down in that fucking show. She just rips yeah. women apart. It's so fucking painful. Oh. America's what? Next Top Model, that's the bad show. Uh, yeah. That show was awful to watch because it would just be her being like, hey, a bunch of fatties, and they'd all be size zero, and you'd be like, like <laughs> what is she talking about? Yeah, you can't wild. walk with heels on. Get the fuck out of here, you clown. Yeah, I, I You're can't. an idiot. That was the those were the kind of shows that I couldn't. I was more interested in watching shows where it's like, all right, you got two minutes, you got to make a house out of a house uh, out of like an ant farm and your grandpa's pants. And I'm like, sold. I want to. I want. So you liked the you liked The Apprentice. Um, <laughs> saying that out loud, <laughs> folks. Scra- Kai's favorite show was The Apprentice. Do we have final <laughs> notes, everyone? <laughs> Uh, maybe this season that Tom Green was on it only because he showed up with a horse and really pissed him <laughs> off. He's like, oh, oh, you should you should see the story Tom Tom Green tells a great story about um, his uh, season of pro- of not Project Runway of The Apprentice. Okay, it's, <laughs> he's fantastic uh, talking about because he tells the story post Donald Trump being elected, so it's very funny. Hmm. All right, I'm on board. Uh, yeah, I, I Tom Green's one of those people that I'm just like I forget that he exists, but when he does, uh, sure, I'm interested. I'm I'm intrigued. Yeah. Uh, anyway, let's talk about it. What are uh, What are some final thoughts you have on this film, Kelsey? Do, is there anything that you're like, oh my god, how did we dare not talk about that? I don't think so. I just want everyone to go watch it and have a good time. No. Yeah. Uh, oh, you know what really grossed me out? Any time that people. Like they, they're. This was a thing of that time too. I think in movies where the joke would be someone would like 
snot on you or like pu- and I hated that. That's a good note yeah. to end on for final thoughts. That's a good one. <laughs> the like uh, goop. Yeah. But that one, yeah, there was lots of lots of like actual like goop things being shot in people's faces. Slime Time Live was just a real popular thing <laughs> at the time, so yeah, I was going to say, like, were we doing figure it out a lot at the time? Is that what was happening? No? Am I well, not, nobody knows what the fuck No, I'm no, no. About. I remember figuring it out. I had a huge crush on Summer Sanders. Okay. And it was just, uh, yeah. honestly, it was because Jim really loved Colonel Sanders, and just, that was his favorite Summer season. Sanders? She was an <laughs> Olympic swimmer. Okay? She's my she in. Was, she was an Olympic swimmer, and she had personality. Well, you know what? That's who hit me up on Grinder. I'll use Summer Sanders. <laughs> Summer Sanders? <laughs> very surprised <laughs> by the way i went to high school with summer sanders um it's true yeah and Lori beth uh oh god oh i always forget her Denver. last name thank you thank you i wish i did she would have been that person who was like dude what's up i also am gonna not eat lunch in there uh let's go hang out somewhere else see you at least like hung out near the faci- like the food i was like in the computer lab doing graphic design uh like or computer graphics class like yeah. making my best friend was just the teacher like oh yeah oh. ours was the choir room oh okay <laughs> yeah. yes no the choir room is great i have so much such respect for choir uh folk as well as also band kids uh one because you were the first freaks and you admitted Whoa, it. Whoa! <laughs> look at the cat first cat on the podcast holy shit <laughs> <laughs> beverly do you cat. have anything to say this is beverly <laughs> this is beverly <laughs> uh named after <laughs> Dr. Beverly Crusher from Star Trek The Next Generation. <laughs> oh, cool, cool, cool. okay. Beverly, say something. Personality Beverly traits pretty talking. similar. <laughs> She's not a great podcast guest, I'm going to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we've had a dog on the podcast, and they definitely brought it a little bit more. Whoa, Beverly, yeah. you can't hear this because if she, she would have heard you. Beverly, go hang, <laughs> go hang out with Cooper and get some notes. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, sorry to harass your dog. I mean, uh, your cat. Uh, your species non-conforming pet. I apologize. <laughs> That's not very kind of me. Your mention of like goop and nose uh, grossness actually uh, pointed out a line that I really liked from this, which is, "What did I tell you? Never pick your nose, <laughs> or never pick your nose in public." I was like, "Yeah, no, but good." Good to keep track on, because uh, I actually, that's it, actually visceral. I recently picked my nose at a uh, at a stop, like a, a red light, and looked left, and I was like, they laughed so fucking hard, and I was like, yep, <laughs> you caught me. That's there was a good one in there. Had to get it out. Sorry. <laughs> oh yeah. Now back to touching my steering wheel, Jim. What did you think about this film? Did you ever see that? I think it was like a Tumblr story where someone was like, I was trying to. <laughs> I was I, I I was trying to go through a green light, but then it changed to yellow, and I panicked, so I floored it and then screamed like a pterodactyl. Uh, but it turns out my windows were open, and the cop who was sitting right there uh, heard all of that, and he pulled me over to tell me that I didn't run the red light, but he thought it was funny that I tried to. <laughs> Anyway, my final note is I like that Fred uh, defeated a ghost by uh, not uh, not javelin uh, <laughs> the uh, the the medieval thing where he like gets a big stick and stabs people. Uh, joust. 
Yeah, he jousted the hell out of uh, yeah. out of two ghosts. Oh, here's something. Every actor in this movie did their own stunts. So Freddie Prince Jr. Shush. did that. That is 100%. Freddie Prince Jr. said, I know how to ride a motorcycle. Can you work that into the movie? Oh, sh- absolutely. I mean, yeah. if I knew how to ride a motorcycle, that's what I would do. That actually, there's a classic movie from the 60s where Steve McQueen was like, I know how to ride a motorcycle. Can we make like a half hour of this movie just me riding a motorcycle around? Is and that then gre- they did. Is that Grease 2? No, it's Great Escape. Okay, never mind. Great Escape, a movie about uh, a bunch of American soldiers escaping a concentration camp. <laughs> and then Steve McQueen was like, can I ride a motorcycle away from Nazis? And they were like, yeah, sure, whatever, Steve McQueen. <laughs> like, okay. And it's a surprisingly really good part of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> we need more motorcycle scenes in most movies. I'm just going to put it out there. Here for it. Yeah, motorcycles are cool. I, they're really loud. And I don't like them, but like, they're cool. <laughs> I tried to ride one by myself, and I did that thing where you just like immediately have to feel like a bag of shit because you just like let your friend's bike fall on the ground, and you're just like, all right, well, that's the last time I ever try to get on one of those things. <laughs> you didn't do the thing from Wild Hogs where you where you gunned it too hard and then uh, the thing got away from you. Oh, our favorite film, Wild Hogs. No, I didn't Wild do that. Hogs. Yeah, yeah. Wild Hogs. No, uh, I, Wild I, Hogs. I still, I still haven't seen it, and I refuse to. Uh, I, I one of the last things I wanted to say that I really liked is we're all gonna die. Think positively. <laughs> Anybody? We're gonna die quickly. Yes! (laughs) (laughs) So if if I'm ever in a situation that someone says that, I cannot wait to just shout that we're gonna die quickly. (laughs) Uh, So folks, I'm so sorry that if you're not dying quickly, I apologize. Uh, But stay positive, you know? Maybe one day. Maybe it'll it'll happen real fast for you. Uh, I wanted to end the episode on a really positive note. Real good note there. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Hopefully you all die quickly. Yeah. Anyway, Kelsey, do you have anything to promote? <laughs> um, uh, when does this episode come out? Uh, probably about a month from now. Hmm. Yeah. Then go see uh, the Longform teams at Comedy Sports <laughs> at the uh, 10 o'clock, first two Fridays of December and January. Uh, I directed Hardly Working, which Jim is in. Mm-hmm. Um, everyone is very funny. It was my first, uh, directing experience, directing improv. Um, and it was awesome and it turned out great. And everyone in the cast is wonderful. So go see that. And, uh, that's all I got right now. I've seen the recent clips on the, uh, on the social medias. All right. I just gotta say, Jim looking very funny out there. I'm sorry. Acting very funny out there. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. No. Uh, it's it's. Most people say I look funny as well. <laughs> Thank you. For... That's what my dad used to tell me. I'd be like, I'm funny, and he'd say, funny looking. Oh, like... that's such a dad. And then he'd be like, whatever, dad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to my room. <laughs> and then you'd watch West Wing. <laughs> Jim, what the fuck are we watching next week? Oh. Folks, we'll be back. Uh, well, you, you, we're oh yeah, we're gonna be back. We're gonna we're gonna do uh, a, a movie that was my first. This was my first movie I've ever reviewed on a podcast. And folks, if you haven't listened to me on uh, Kid Flicks talk about this movie Jumanji, 
don't because you want to listen to us talk about it first, but then go back to uh, Kid Flicks, listen to that episode where I give all of Jim's opinions about the movie Jumani, Jumanji because we watched it in preparation for me going on to that podcast. And literally every commentary thing I said about that movie, 100% stolen from Jim. Uh, I had no original thoughts yeah. whatsoever. Yeah, listen to next week, but also go listen to that because uh, Ross Weissman is in it, who's also... And hardly working. working. Yeah. Uh, The only thing I was upset about in the promo, why aren't you two improvising together? I need to see that. I I need to see more of you and Ross together because you both are wonderful. I mean, anybody who listens to our podcast, you know that because you've listened to the two of them. Oh, me and Ross and hardly working is literally the two of us trying to make the other one laugh on stage. Yeah, it's like building to implosion. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say, how is directing Jim? Uh, great. I mean, it was my first time directing improv. Okay. So, <laughs> so I... it's both the worst and the best experience. Right. Ever had. So I really have nothing to compare it to. Uh, but no, everyone was really great, and they were very kind to me because I was figuring out how you direct improv, and so there were times when I was like, "What do y'all think?" And they were always very <laughs> helpful. Well, I, I, I hope any coach of mine for improv that has listened to this doesn't take offense to this. Favorite coach? The first coach. Kelso. Kelso. It was because Kelso hadn't coached anybody before. Kelso was so fucking excited to coach that I was just... Kelso was so green. And with me being so new to it as well, I was just so amped that someone was so excited to support me in doing a thing that I loved that it was hard not to have that be like such a hot emotional connection for me. So, yeah, love you other coaches, but... Kelso, you're the best. All right, folks. One of my favorite Kelso moments was uh, two people on the team decided to get into an argument about who was the oldest and who was the heaviest. And it got to be a very heated argument for some reason. And then after it was all done, like we, everyone just said the facts of like how old and heavy they were. Kelso just went, all right, now that we got that out of the way, can we do improv, please? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, all right, folks, if you want to hear more information about Kelso, go listen to Kelso uh, on the first Muppets episode where we end the episode with me almost getting sucked up into a tornado. All right. Uh, thank you again, Kelsey, for coming on. Yeah, yes, right, thanks it, for having me. I appreciate you, uh, yeah. Jim. It's always a pleasure. Yeah. Thank you. And Kelsey, thank you for being a great director because you are oh, a really good director. Ah, uh, let's end on yeah. that. <laughs> Don't forget to follow us on Facebook at Rotten Treasure. And on Instagram at Rotten underscore Treasure. And on Twitter at Rotten Treasure. And go to Patreon.com slash Rotten Treasure for bonus episodes, early episode release, and a vote for the next series. And be sure to give us a five-star rating and review us on any of your available podcast apps. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thanks. Perfect.